It's been 50 years since the War of the Wilds, and still nothing grows on the Kindlelands. The exact day the flora of the world stood up and ravaged the cities of the Greynor Peninsula is lost to the ages. After the great fire tore its way from west to east, turning the land barren and fallow, the otherworldly patrons, the guides, and the great cities of the Kindlelands worked together in their own way to bring a kind of peace to a war-torn people. It is a gentle, delicate balance, and something or someone threatens it. Hello, and welcome to Another Path. My name is Chase, and I'll be your GM. Today, Mordecai has a long-awaited discussion, Zephyr and Jackson get dressed, and all three of them have an uncomfortable conversation. Thank you to our backers, Zan, Connor, and Jeremy for their support. So, sit back, relax, and enjoy your trip down Another Path. Confession, I fell asleep on the couch because yeah. I'm an old man. <laughs> I spent all day working and then teaching, and then I came home and had meat cake for dinner. Meat cake? Uh, lasagna. Oh. Because <laughs> it's just, just a big old meat cake. Fair enough. And with my full belly and my comfy couch, I I was whisked away to the place where I sleep. So I've got coffee brewing right now. Oh, nice. Seven o'clock at night. And then I have this uh, coffee beer to drink. Ah, wait. Is that Dunkin' Donuts that's a, coffee? Yeah, that's a, it's a Dunkin' Donuts coffee. What the hell? Uh, coffee beer. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. All right. All right. Are you ready to talk on the internet? Are you ready to talk on the internet? Are you ready to talk on the internet? Another path. Ryan, Ryan has yep. left the call. Ryan has Chase has left the chair. Their headphones are off. Uh, they are gone. Uh, so welcome to this uh, stealth episode of Zach and Griffin's Multiversal Pet Shop. I'm Zach. I'm so let's, uh, and now this is our show, bitches. So today we're here to talk about badgers. Intellect devourers. <laughs> uh, hey, guys. Uh, ding, ding. Hey, is anybody here? I'd like some service, our, please. Our first customer. Oh, shit. Look at that. A real customer. Hey, is this where you get the shorkies? <laughs> yeah, we got some of those. Okay, great. Did, did Chase They're actually like, leave? He's gone. <laughs> I, I think Chase is like actually <laughs> maybe got raptured. Y'all remember when the rapture was like, like really hot? Yeah. <laughs> when everyone was like, <laughs> <laughs> you remember when the rapture was really hot? People would be take people would always take the pictures of like, like you know, lay out a set of clothes and a sh- some shoes on a bench, and it's like, oh, that guy. See, got anytime raptured. I saw a goose like that, I was like, um, oh, cells back at it, you know, from from what? Dragon Ball Z. Sorry, that is a that's a reference. That's a I pull wasn't, um, right there. I, I was, use that goof to get a beer. Uh, Oh, there okay. we go. <laughs> we use that goof to talk about Dragon Ball Z, apparently. Ah, I used to really, really, really like that show a lot. We were mm. comparing the Rapture to um, when Cell would absorb people. Oh, okay. Chase knows what I'm talking about. Chase is cool. <laughs> Chase is like, yeah, sure. Yeah. So I'm not, Cell Saga, Boo I'm Saga. I'm not in Ohio anymore. No. Damn shame. You haven't been for a, a hot. Well, I mean, either. but the, you know. When they they last heard us, I was. I guess that's yeah, fair. you know. Yeah. When <laughs> when they last heard us, two weeks ago, but also three weeks from now. What? Uh, recording schedules. Uh, 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 
Mm, all right. I'm pumped. You, right. I'm, I'm, I'm just yeah. ready. You're ready. I'm, I'm you, trying, I'm trying very hard right, guys. I just, can we just, can we just take this down a level? Can we just take this down a step? You want to do some ASMR? Oh, no, I, I really, I really want my kid to go to sleep. Oh, that's, that's fair. That's, that's and fair. he's, and he's, and he's in that ASMR path right there. That's the next, uh, drug at bug episode. <laughs> It's all ASMR. Yeah, Mordecai Ooh. and the Beast becomes an ASMR channel. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Mordecai and the Beast. Well, you have to do the ASMR. Whoa, 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 whoa. How's that sound? Oh, God. I don't know. Like an ASMR. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on. The internet, the, the internet needs it. Drum roll, please. <clears throat> Hello. <laughs> all right. All right. My all right. All right. Now, engulfed. now. I'm afraid to see what to hear what that sounds like. Now, uh, I need you to do it again for me. Um, oh God. I need you to do it again for me. Um, but this time, um, yeah. I need, I need, I, I need you to, uh, use your natural huskiness to overwhelm your microphone. Oh God. Mm-hmm. You're going to regret that verbiage. If you could, <clears throat> like Bo Burnham, just take the entire mic inside your mouth. Like I know that, Ooh, I know that, snowball. that, that you cannot actually, but like, Figuratively, okay. That sounds like a challenge. It's a snowball. If I have like a Yeti, <laughs> the snowball Jamie. challenge. <laughs> the newest Utah, the newest YouTube craze. Oh boy, I don't want to see that at all. Mm-mm. Oh. <laughs> oh. Mm-mm. Nope, enjoy nope, that. Nope. Enjoy that hellscape. Oh nope. God. Can we get I was a? Told to my my to be verb was to overwhelm. Oh. I feel like I feel as if I accomplished that. You did. I'll you, I'll grant you, you that you did exactly. You what made you were a choice. Told. What you told, were told to do was bad. <laughs> it wasn't a great choice, but it was. A I choice. was following direction. I want a uh, framed printout of that waveform. It's not pretty. Like I looked at it. I looked over when I when it happened. I was like, Ugh. yeah, that's like a Look block. I'll be sure to. Griffin. Look what I'm gonna you write did. down the. T- I'm gonna write down the timestamp right now so I can make sure to. Uh, it was like somewhere in the four minutes. I'll I'll know I'll know what it is, mm. uh, and I'll be sure to to send that to you to you boys. Excellent. While Jackson and Zephyr take some time to wash off and get dressed, Mordecai excuses himself to his own room. It hasn't been so long since you were home last, but the time before that, it had been many years. The door, made of a light wood to match the white stone, the house is made from yields to your touch. The dying light of day languishes on your bed and dresser. The posters depicting your favorite bands adorn the walls, while a song from My Alchemical Romance Ah. plays from a magic music box as you walk in. (laughs) You sit on the bed and you pull something off the nightstand and you start to fiddle with it. What did you pull off the nightstand? What are you thinking about? It was... Hmm. There's two things sitting there, and it's... it's One was just sort of like a... Like a... Like a handcrafted, just like wooden toy sword that probably he and his brothers played with a lot. Um, and the other one was... Think like a snow globe, but it's more of like a terrarium. Like it's a small little. There's just a sprout that's always kind of. It's not quite flowering, 
Sure. It's got druid craft permanently cast on it, so it cycles through. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's, um, I think he, he goes and stands at the, and kind of looks at these two and grabs the little terrarium. So you're sitting on the edge of your bed, and you're fiddling with this uh, very tiny terrarium. Eventually, the music box stops playing, and you feel a prickle on the back of your neck. Your mother is standing in the doorway, and in a way, it's been years since you've seen this woman. She's not the archdruid of the kingdom. She's not the dower advisor uh, to a king half her age, but your mom, with emotion in her eyes and a hand on the doorframe. Mordecai. Hey, Mom. You want to talk? Mordecai just kind of like... It's a, it's a weird silence. Yeah. No. I, uh... I... For what it's worth, I think I understand. I'm going to go out on a limb, because you're one of the smartest people I've ever met. Uh... That you know exactly what's on my mind. Mm-hmm. I guess you and Dad talk. We have our ways of communicating. I'm guessing he told you. He did. Uh, I'm not mad anymore, I don't think. Good. Appreciate that. I mean, anymore I'm just frustrated, I think. Mm-hmm. You've been lying to us our entire lives. And she shuts her eyes and kind of bows her head. Like, don't get me wrong, I get it. I'm not saying your reasons are invalid, but that doesn't mean that you haven't also been lying to us. It... It was a fine line to walk. Yeah. For what it's worth, we genuinely did think it was for the best, and it was... One of those things that got away from us. We've stopped, mostly. It's just Kara that's out of the loop now. Mm. And she's young. She's still learning. Sure. Eventually, when she is of age, we'll tell her as well. But for right now, our heritage has to remain a little under wraps. We owe a lot to the royalty to the army, to the king. Yeah. Oh, his father, at least. I know it's been shaky because of all of that. It's not just, it's not like we're just a random family. I know you and dad have done a lot to get to where you are now, to where we are now. <sighs> we gave up a lot. If anybody, if the wrong people over there knew we were still alive, they would be coming for us. Personally, we gave them a lot of information about our people. I don't know if that's something we can come back from over there. Who is out there? Despite everything with all the things I did with Dad and fighting and ranging, and it was never super clear about who they are. I mean, the broad they. Like, we... <laughs> fought the different followers of the different forest lords and combated people from this city or from that tribe, but everything, all of the, the rhetoric, it just makes it seem like there's just this one faceless enemy that 
we are defending ourselves from. Makes it easier to pitch the war. It does. It really does. If we start getting into the nitty-gritty, if we start talking about how the vast majority of them over there are just fine and we don't really need to be worried about most of them, just as they over there don't have to be worried about most of us, it becomes a much harder thing to talk about. We don't range far out anymore, and they don't typically range far out against us. It is a a terrible war of attrition that we are caught in. We're just trying to keep things going as best as we can. Remember, Mordecai, they're doing the same thing over there. They are selling this war to their people. Yeah. The war is... It's a commodity. It is something that people can take some civic pride in. While civic is maybe a looser term over there than it is over here, and even over here, we're talking about combined peoples from various cities, just as we're talking combined peoples of different tribes over there, so maybe it really isn't as different as even I was thinking of it. Guess not. Do you miss it? The other side? Some days. I've got the garden here, which is really quite nice. But I did so love being among the trees. <laughs> you know the most twisted thing, Mordecai? What's that? I don't know why it all started anyways. Yeah? Even being over there, growing up over there, we just knew that some sin was committed over here that was so vile, so terrible, that the trees themselves took up arms against the people. That they marched on this tiny little city that became a bulwark against them. And they were so proud of it that they took it as a name. Hmm. I don't know why it all started. If anybody knows, it would probably be those high in the order of one of the forest lords. But that wasn't me. And that wasn't your father. He wasn't studious enough for that, and hmm. I just wanted to make things grow. So you came to a land where everything had been destroyed to grow it anew. Eventually. We've sown some good seeds here. Y'all are growing up just fine. <laughs> Thanks. I'm doing what I can. Mm-hmm. I know I was called kind of the odd one out. You're doing well enough. You just took a little longer to find your place. I didn't know your place would be, you know, shepherding demons across <laughs> the country. <laughs> hey, me uh, neither. From inside your head, you hear a chorus of, I know, right? I'll own that. This is weird. Yeah, tell me about it, dudes. <sighs> Master Wanderer, Master General, I assume you're faring well in there. And without really thinking about it, you feel both of your hands go for a thumbs up. <laughs> <laughs> Tattoos flash a little bit. Yep. Hmm. Those are strange. Yeah, I didn't expect them to look so much like mine. I never, I didn't end up Asking you explicitly, God, whenever this all started, 
back in um, mm. Despera. But you did the right at one point. No. No? Actually, I did not. And she holds up her tattoos, and they are very different from yours. Like, I mean, you've, you've always known them. You've always mm-hmm, noticed mm-hmm. them, but it's they've been there so long that you haven't really looked at them in probably sure. a solid decade or two. Um, they are just solid lines. If I was to compare them to anything in our world, they would almost look like tribal tattoos. Okay. They just don't look like anything. These are my markings of my station. Uh. Uh, these tie me to the king and the Greynor line. Tie you? Like... I can... The king has limited ability to speak with me. I okay. have limited ability to draw on his power. Hmm. There is power in the Greynor line. Hmm. There always has been limited, uh, but it exists. Sure. So I have some ability to pull from that as I need to. Yeah, the the tattoos are... I mean, I'm getting used to them. I imagine... And this is actually a weird thought, and kind of the first time I think I've vocalized this. I think at this point, whenever we get around to the Wanderer getting out of my head, it's going to feel weird. Like I'm used to it now. I understand that. The patrons from what I understand, are quite enigmatic. That's a word for it. (laughs) The uh, material about uh, previous performings of the Rite of Ages, those are not readily available. However, I think with the station you and your friends have recently attained, it might be worth looking into. There may be wisdom there for you. Maybe. No, they've been... Offer a lot of perspective on things, and... I'm sure. Well, don't... Don't let it go to your head? <laughs> a little late for that, I think. Probably. Your sisters, Leth and Kella, will be home soon. Mako, uh, he's not going to be home tonight. He's got an all-night shift, and uh, Nikolai is stuck at the academy. But I think the two older girls are going to be planning a small party for oh, you and your man. friends... Just, just a little, just a little something fun. Uh, um, once you get done with the king. What about Benjamin? He's uh, working on the southern wall. Still out there, huh? Yep. Thought he was done with that. It would have been nice, but unfortunately, uh, after the incident, you came back here and took some time and, you know, mm-hmm. got your head into the druid craft a little bit and, Benjin went south and kind of kept your father's work going a bit away from that whole situation and a little bit further away from anybody that would know our family line. (sighs) That sounds about right. Damn it. But he knows the practices and trades. He's about as safe as he could be working over there. Yep. Yep, 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 yep. Okay. Um... Hey, this is going to sound like a really dumb question, but I can trust you, right? With your life. I am really concerned with just what the hell we're doing with the patrons. I don't know what, I don't know how this ends. I don't know what comes next. I, we're going to get the forebearer soon. And that's going to be 
all of them between the three of us, and there's a lot of things going on and a lot of things that I know Jackson and Zafir are not happy to be a part of, and the more and more I listen to them, the more sense they make, and I'm not sure how this ends. I don't know. And as you're talking, she walks over and she pulls you into a big hug. The hug of a mother and a son. I don't know where my allegiances are going to fall. Saphir, he's a mage runner. Yeah. I know he is. Yeah. Did he tell you that he was caught recently? Uh, no. When you guys were at Concentre, when you all were separated, he was taken and shown that there was a prisoner. Somebody that he helped run out of Despera right around the time you all left. So I'm walking out of a prison. The Hedron. Yeah. I know that you went down and spoke to your uncle there. There is an individual, Justicar Vin, a halfling of solid repute within the city. Mm -hmm. He is watching you, and he is watching Zephyr. I will do what I can to interpose myself between you all, but there may come a point where he plays his hand. Mm. And I don't like the things I have heard. Hmm. She holds up her hand, her tattooed hand, and she places a finger to her lips. I nod. She reaches into her robe pocket and she pulls out a simple brass bracelet and she slips it on that hand with the tattoos. Mm -hmm. I cannot speak freely like this for long. He'll notice my absence. He gives us these for personal moments only. What I will tell you is that Zephyr is aware of a way out, whether or not he knows of it. Greenstone. I just nod. They are your way out. If something happens here, they can get you to a place that is maybe not safe, but a place where you can make a stand. I pray that you never have to use it, because it will mean the death of a lot of things that we have done a lot of work to do. But I love you. You are my son and my baby boy, and a man I am very proud to know. I just put my hand on my chest. If you ever need to get out of this city, go to Greenstone. I nod. She slips off the bracelet. Man, that was a good joke. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can't have the king hearing all of them. I have to try them out on a couple of different audiences that's fair, first. That's fair. It's real good. Anyways, your sister should be home soon. I'm going to go ahead and start getting things ready. Also, Master Haram should be by so shortly as well. I would uh, go ahead and put on whatever it is that you wanted to wear to the palace. I know sure. uh, your companions are just about ready as well. Okay. Okay. And Mordecai's like... Not, like, reeling, but he's visibly, like, like she can see the gears turning. Like, he's putting up a, yep. a, a half-decent facade, but she can see the gears turning. Do you want me to get you anything? A stiff drink? Water? Nah, I'm good for now. 
I'll, okay. I, I know my way around. Okay. She pushes her hand down on you and like has you sit on the bed. She kisses the top of your head and she <laughs> walks out of the room. Thank you, Mom. Anytime. <sighs> okay. Okay, 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 okay. Mordecai just kind of gets up and, and paces around his room for a little bit, just processing, mm-hmm. idly flicking a flame around his fingers. As you process, the patrons give you space to do that. They heard it all, yeah, of course, right. but they know what this looks like. As you pace around, you idly uh, slide open your closet door and you see, in addition to a lot of your older clothes, a couple of newer outfits that look like should fit you, um, one of which is whatever it is that you want to wear to the palace. Sure. It's just like kind of plain, uh, I mean, nice, but like plain looking brown like breeches. Mm-hmm. Um, those like lace up like fine leather boots. And then there's mm-hmm. like a sort of like, you know, silk shirt and doublet combo. Sure. Uh, which Mordecai goes to, rips the sleeves off. The poofy off shirt of. from Seinfeld. Yeah. He takes it, mm-hmm. rips the sleeves off of it. Uh, <laughs> so you can see the guns. Uh, right, exactly. And the tattoos. And also it's like, you know, em- em- uh, uh, emulating mom a little bit. Right. A jade green uh, doublet with yellow filigree. Nice. Like gold filigree a little bit. All right. Tie my hair um, back. So you uh, do some last moment mental reconstruction yeah. as you, uh, you know, slide the pomade off the, the shelf and uh, you're able to druid craft some like mm-hmm. moisture back into it. Yeah. <laughs> and you run it through your hair and oh, get yourself ready and I to pull go. out the beard comb. And- <laughs> oh, yeah. There you go. There it is. And yeah. I, you, and I you treat the beard. You treat the beard right. It's been a while since you've been able to treat the beard right. There's a lot of knots. There's still some twigs in there from God mm-hmm. knows when. Uh, I find a little fleck of crystal from when Zephyr exploded all a bunch of crystals. <laughs> Don't know how it got in there, but damn. Yeah, you were up the hallway. It's shocking yeah, that it got up that far. Like, the fuck? <laughs> yeah, the camera pans to your feet as you comb it out, and the detritus of the adventure just starts yeah. to fall on the ground. <laughs> Poor getting, like, like... You know, gives him gives himself a once over in the mirror. He keeps the druid necklace on. Of course. Um, we'll probably aim to have an axe nearby, but make sure to keep the the potion, mm-hmm. the 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 like, oh shit potion, the oh shit potion, in a pocket, and like takes a little bit longer, just like because there is there is a thing that he's just been repeating over and over in his head every time he looks at this and it's 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 harkening all the way back to uh Carrie and the visions and there's something that he has to fix and there are going to be consequences and he does not know what that means and has debated what that means and just knows that whenever that moment comes up it's this potion is going to be invaluable in that moment and he does not know when that moment is coming and just needs to have this on him for whenever the hell that is yep <sighs> so pats puts it in a pocket probably like vest pocket mm-hmm. pats it make sure it's secure straightens the doublet okay all smiles all smiles not a rage monster not a bear kind of a bear barely <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. Alright, let's go impress some snooty folks. Alright. We'll get to meet your family first, though. Sisters. Yeah, I got a lot of them. Hmm. A lot of family. Alright. 
maybe they'll not be too weirded out by two voices in my head. Look, if they can hear us, then things have taken a turn this evening. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Okay. And you head downstairs. While Mordecai is away, Kara shows each of you to a small guest suite that has a small collection of outfits for you to pick from. Jackson and Zephyr, what do you two decide to wear to the palace this evening? Uh, just lots mm. of velvet. Like, lots of velvet. Like purple crushed velvet. Oh, yeah. Like a full, like, three-piece suit with, like, a black shirt underneath it. Yeah. And, like, yeah. No, he's got, like, you know, like, the, the pocket watch dangling across, like, the vest. Like, he looks fucking fly. <laughs> it really brings out the color of your scales. Mm-hmm. That he's got purple eyes. So they're just, like, popping. Mm, right. Jackson uh, gets out, gets the uh, really nice armor polish out. Mm-hmm. Um, and polishes up everything up really good. He gets out the fantasy iron. <laughs> nope. Actually, that might be over. That might just exist. He gets out the iron. It's actually a kettle. Yeah. And, and he, you just kind of, you know, it does both. <laughs> and he... Uh, takes care of the cape and the cloak and everything and is very proud to be representing planes watch uh for this important meeting um but then he also like goes and gets like extra bits of armor that are functionless but just serve to be like a little more gaudy and just kind of adds so he has like the extra tall shoulder pauldrons that do nothing and it comes down the legs and they're just a little bit extra um jackson is a little bit extra <laughs> no, it does Extra nothing jack. practically, but he could stab a person with himself right now. Nice, right? You could you could give a really painful hug. <laughs> <laughs> with the two of you strapped to the nines, uh, you return to the kitchen and find Mordecai also uh, suitably decked out in a forcibly made sleeveless doublet and poofy shirt mm -hmm. being hugged by two older women younger than uh, Leia, of course but older than him they're taller as well each bearing their father's eyes and mother's thick hair uh, they introduce themselves as leth and kella leth is dressed in plain clothes while kella is wearing something a little bit more official looking Leia is busying herself over a couple of glasses of wine, while Kara is deftly cutting into meats and cheeses to serve to you all while you wait for your escort to the palace. Ah, uh, nice. We get charcuterie. Um, um. Oh, boy. Pardon me. Um. Hello. Hello. <laughs> hey. This is how you Good job. You got other, it yes? in one. Mm, yeah, this is, uh, so, Leth, Kella, this are, uh, the... The fellas that I've been traveling around with, this is Jackson and Zephyr. Zephyr Jackson, uh, these are two of my older sisters, Leth and Kella. A pleasure to meet you both. I give a courtly bow, uh, fitting of my outfit. Nice to meet you. A pleasure. I jangle a little bit. It's, I just make a little <laughs> bit extra noise. Uh, Leth Not on uh, purpose, responds, it just happens. What is the opposite of pass without trace? Because that's what you've got cast on you right now. <laughs> um, it's just called shiny exactly shiny. Uh, Leth uh, being thoroughly amused by your uh, overly enthusiastic bow returns in a curtsy in kind Kella just smiles and shakes her head you seem about right to be my brother's friends is there anything we can get you while you're waiting 
Um, I believe we drank most of your father's beer, so oh, after yeah. that, I think well, we're fine. Yeah. That's, we that's did. fine. He's been gone for too long at this point. If you didn't get into it, I would have. Yeah, he's okay. given up the right to those kegs at this point. Oh, well, with that being said, I'll be right back. And I go <laughs> and I bring down two more. Wait. <laughs> I will help you in this endeavor. Yeah, all right. <laughs> we're like, sweet. Save some for tonight. Yeah, we got to pace ourselves. No, we don't. Okay. We also have guests coming over tonight as well. Yeah. It's been a while since we've had this much of our family in one place. We're going to celebrate, and we're going to do it right. That's true. Wait, are oh. we here for that, or are we at the palace? I'm... No, you'll... It'll, this will be after your, after your dinner with the king, don't oh, you worry. Oh, so that's the after party. It's the after party. Yes, that's the after party. Shifters know how to party. It's cool. Oh, I like this place more and more with every passing second. Yo, <laughs> friends, we have the perfect uh, favors for this party. Oh, oh no. yeah, we do. <laughs> we can't know. Zaph. Zafir does, like, the dip snap. <laughs> it's like, ah, oh, shit. <laughs> I pull Zafir over to the side. like, no, Zafir, we have to save that. That's, that's special Muay Thai. Fine. That's for us. It's not. I can't. I can't get a stone in front of my family. You well, me? Why not? <laughs> not on that stuff. Hey, you will just be a quietly dog. That's something they we have to carve out difference. a long weekend for. Oh, um, Leth seems to have no idea what you're talking about. Kella arches a very single, very prominent work eyebrow <laughs> and looks at the three of you. I just kind of turn over my shoulder, just wave her away. She's like, "It's cool. It's cool." Hello. <laughs> you're getting it oh thank you I'm trying she she walks up to you and in a mock whisper but not whispering near quiet enough for you to actually have this discussion she's like are you holding I don't know what you mean he's not holding deception hey do you have, does he have advantage because he's one. not technically holding no, no. Look, because he, yeah. he said because he specifically said I don't know what you're talking about. And also, my and persuasions know better. <laughs> well, even with a minus one, it's a fourteen. Meets it. <gasps> We're cool. Wink. So am I. Wink. Yeah. Guys, I want to wink too. Blink. <laughs> Wait. Link. Uh, ah, damn it. Uh, wait, hold up. So, uh, cool. so as you are all, like, winking at each other, there is a knock at the door. Oh. Kara excuses herself to go get the door, and a moment later, she reappears with the visitor. A tall, black dragonborn in gray sleeveless robes, standing in the uh, doorway to the kitchen. He smiles and waves. Hello, Leia. Ladies, gentlemen, uh, I am Master B. Oh, hi. You're, you look much more like how you were described now. <laughs> and I walk straight up to him. Hi, I'm Jackson. It's a pleasure to finally meet you. A pleasure to meet you as well. And he shakes your hand, and it's a sturdy grip. Oh, I'm sure it is. <laughs> if I could please speak with the three of you for a moment... Leia, can I please borrow your dining room, uh, your study? And she nods. Of course, Bailet, please uh, take the uh, take the dining room. Very well. Thank you. Thank you. He marches the three of you in there and shuts the door behind you. And 
After looking out the bay windows for a moment, he turns around and, uh, perfectly silhouetted by the setting sun, sets two pieces of paper down on the table in front of you. So, did you two boys enjoy the hedron? Uh, <clears throat> that's not a real place. You, wait. How did you know about that? <laughs> it's quite real, Master Silva. Well, that we were there is the question. I have learned something new this day. He pushes the two pieces of paper closer to you. One of those pieces Are these NDAs? Of paper, <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> You're wearing your NDAs. Oh, fair. Yeah. One of the pieces of paper is something that, at the very least, Mordecai would recognize a little bit. Uh, it is an outlining of when you went into the prison. Mm. And you can see Mordecai, you can see your name, and above your name a little ways, you can see Zephyr's name. The other piece of paper is brand new to all of you. This is an account of what happened at the end of that episode. An account of the warlocks losing their powers for that same period of time. Oh, yes. That that was kind <laughs> of us. Ooh, sorry. Wait, I didn't didn't quite think about the fact that they would come with us. Oh shit. Oh yeah. Oh, you you caused a bit of a stir. Did we did we this... make a magical brownout? Yeah, I, I, oh, I, 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 a wee bit. Yes. That's interesting. You well, did. at least we know that the magical protections around this mystical place that certainly doesn't exist. Wink. 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 At least wink. we know that it works. This is fair. A bit too well, apparently. Yeah, jeez. Well, as long as we don't get, like, arrested and thrown down there, then we're good, right? I'm not going there, ever. <laughs> and these boys certainly aren't going to go back anytime soon. Well, right. Wink, wink. I desperately hope not. If you want to blame anyone, you can blame Colonel Coppersot. She was the one that sent us, sent me down there, at least. I kind of went a little rogue. Well, there we are. You see, the, <laughs> mine was not my fault at all. Mordecai, throw him back in there for all I care. My uncle's in there. <laughs> if, if we're going to be tossing blame around then, at least for you, Zephyr, we are going to be blaming Justicar Vin. Yes, that's he that asshole. A, that asshole is here, so you better watch your tongue well, about him. I mean, I made my feelings about him very clear when we first met. I'm abundantly clear that you did. What, what does that mean? Has he said things about me? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> It's so he, it sounded so personal. Is he been saying things about me? What what did he put in his burn book? <laughs> the fucking Dustacar Vin's burn book of mean girls. The specifics aren't important, Azafir. It is good for you to know that he is aware that you are here in town and that this transpired. You need to be very careful, Sophia Johnson, as do the rest of you. Warlocks bear no love here, and despite the fact that only one of you has that training, all three of you do qualify at this point. 
You are going to be playing a different game now. You are playing a political one. This isn't going to be sword and boards anymore. You need to walk a bit more on eggshells around the people you're around. I will do what I can. Addie has expressed her fondness for the three of you. And he says the three of you, but he looks at Jackson. <laughs> I wave. Yeah, she's pretty neat. Um, pardon my language, Master B, but boys, I think mm-hmm. we're kind of fucked. You might be. This is not great. I'm not good with people. Mm-hmm. Also, look at me. Zephyr is very good with people. But look at me. Also, he hates these people. And I'm, they hate me. So, t- And Jack, yep. you... I know. Well, just, he would have been set, but now... Just spell it out. <laughs> look at him. Yeah, well, yeah, that's true. I tug on the ears. Yeah, I... We, hmm. What a trio we are. Gentlemen, I promise you, I am completely aware of the situation you are in. And I want nothing more than to have this situation be dealt with and have the three of you be on your way safe and sound to wherever it is life takes you next. I will do what I can from my end to make sure that you are as safe and as well informed in this town as you can be. I appreciate that. Thank you, Master Thank you. B. Um, here, We're going to get along great. Here's a question for you. How, mm. how punishable is contempt? <laughs> He doesn't face palm, he palm faces. He brings his face to his hand. Just head down. Enough. Understood. Johnson. Best behavior. Got it. So That's right. If we we're just supposed to be here to get the forebearer, right? We've got a lot of meetings, I'm sure, but we just need to get him and then go. Wherever we're going. Where you're going is here. Oh. This is the safest place that you could possibly be right now. There is no place in the Kindlelands as well protected and as well guarded as the top of Bulwark. Wasn't the whole point of the Rite of Aegis to be that the patrons didn't have to be confined to this city? The point of the Rite of Aegis is so that they are not confined to an object. If the... Rite of Consolidation was performed, they all would have been sent to, for lack of a better term, a phylactery, Mm. deep within the heart of the mountain. It is an unpleasant place to be, to put it mildly. The Rite of Aegis allows them to essentially have the companionship of the three of you. On top of that, it allows them to have a more mobile guardian. We cannot mask their presence within the phylacteries. We can do a lot to mask them with the three of you. We will, as soon as all of them are within you, we will be able to perform certain rites that will keep you from being detected. Oh. Their magic is a bit of a beacon. It is lost within the city, and it is hard to lock onto when you're moving. But now that it's here... We can essentially even it out across the city, as long as the three of you stay here. I guess we should start with sleeves, then. (laughs) Then go ahead. Yeah, you're not- you're not the most subtle of the right bearers, I should say. They're really fucking cool, though. Look, I agree. 
I, it's been many years since I have seen it performed, but I appreciate how cool it is. Um, all I was thinking is that if the whole reason is that we're mobile, so let's, and we're the closest to the wall here in Bulwark, let's go back north even. I don't know. What? Are we at all concerned of a siege? I'm just throwing that out there. Not at all. If anything happens, it is going to be a small strike force. A task force. Something set from over the wall to... I went back to uh, the Geitworth Academy after you were there. Yeah? I saw the mess that they left behind. Damn shame. What you did not see, Master B, is the giant invasion force that caught up to us at an inn in the middle of the countryside. And that I am certainly curious about. I have my suspicions, but if my suspicions are correct, then the best we can do is keep, well, I don't want to say keep you under lock and key, and I haven't said keep you under lock and key, for what that's worth, but that would be the safest thing. If they're coming, they're coming with numbers, is all I am saying. Or they're going to send people like us to kill people like us. That's what I would do. Regardless, tonight, that's not a problem for tonight. We will get to that, I promise you. We will have a long discussion about that soon. I have my fears about what that could entail. But for the time being, we're going to send you three to the king. Okay. You'll have a nice dinner. Great. It will be calm. It will be collected. And then you three can come back here and enjoy the festivities. But mind yourselves. Watch yourselves. Um, I have a, I have a question. Uh, I actually I have, have a mm. couple of questions and I don't think they're all stupid this time. Um, my first question is, do the people or the king or whoever will be there do they know that I didn't always have these point to my ears? Your situation, while not widely documented, is known to uh, the pertinent individuals. You could sue damages. <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? Means you're going to get paid. Oh, It means okay. hazard pay. Yeah. Oh, good. I, I, could use some, I could use some of that. Um... My other question, Master B, is, well, you seem like you know a lot about these, the the rights and the, you said you've seen it done before. Who, who held them last time? That was actually a question I had as well. The last time it was performed was about 40 years ago. I was a, a new initiate with the school at that point. And I was able to assist in the uh, shepherding around of the individuals while they were here getting the forebearer. Um, I did not know their names uh, at that point. However, uh, uh, if you would be interested, I could uh, look into getting some more information for you. I think that um, more information about how the last people did this cannot hurt us. Agreed. Absolutely. I will uh, look into having a couple of typically restricted books sent here tonight. You might not get to read them before you uh, turn in, but if you uh, think of it, give them a look over. I think you might find them enlightening. Thank you. I would like you all to roll me a perception check. Wow, not 20. What? We're actually rolling dice? 
Yeah, I know, right? Uh, First roll of the day, not 20. Nice. 22. Okay. 15. All still good. Yeah. Mordecai. Yeah. You notice as he says this, he's looking at Zephyr. Okay. I just, I... I don't sleep as much, so I'll have time to read. <laughs> Whether he's aware of me or not, I just kind of look at him and give him a a firm nod. Mm-hmm. Harkening back to right. a conversation I had a little earlier. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, do any of you have anything that you'd like to do before you leave? I, I have one more question, if you don't mind. Um... Go for it. This meeting with this king, with the king, is this just a formality, or or do we need his assistance in getting the forebearer? Um, yes. All right. Yes. Great. All right. So don't be dicks. Please don't. Okay. Let's try not to make total wangs of ourselves. I mean, do I Ugh. do I have time to go to the deep shrine in Bulwark? Not at this moment, unfortunately. If you would like to excuse yourself from the uh, festivities this evening, I'm certain that would be, uh... Permissible? You could manage that. There is a shrine up here on this side of town, if you know how to access it. Frankly, I don't. But you have to stay and get drunk with my family. I will. Okay. Or I will... You gotta do, you gotta do cool dragon I'll tricks. go for a bit and then come back. We'll see. It, uh, it will happen. Uh... I'd like to make an intelligence check. Who's gonna you may. who's gonna heat the pool? You know I'll always heat the pool. Probably all the druids. Well, I mean I can't today mm-hmm. because I've already done that, but Oh whatever. Uh fifteen intelligence. Um should I be wearing this or not? And I point to my insignia that has C thirty four on it. Absolutely wear it. Okay. Wear it with pride. Alright. Thank you. I'm never sure. How people will react to it. People have strong feelings. I completely understand. No, I... Wear it. Okay, I will. All right. We should get going, then. And he stands up and kind of straightens his sleeveless gray robes, and he gestures for you to follow him. All right. Mordecai, I'll give you something else. With that nat 20, uh, you also see tattoos going up his arm, very similar to your mother's. They are a bit plainer than the ones that you, t- uh, that the three of you have, more similar to like a tribal tattoo. Yeah. Uh, it's a bit more abstract and, uh, geometric, but you can see the, the mark of, uh, King Graynor plays white against his black scales. Okay. That's so dope. Uh, so are we, are we being taken to the palace right now? Yes. Unless there's something else that you wanted to do here at the house. Um, I'd like to very quickly pull Jackson and Zephyr aside. Maybe just stay in the study and have a Master B leave. And, Absolutely. Uh, or in the dining room, rather. It's like, hey guys, can you hang back for a second? Um, yeah. yeah. I straighten my insignia a little bit more. So, kind of kind of jumping off what he was talking about, about us walking on eggshells a little bit. Um Talked with my mom while I was upstairs. Um, How'd that go? It was it was fine, honestly. Um, they didn't disown some, you. No, great. No. Then everything's okay. <laughs> <laughs> On that front, for the time being, yeah. But learned a couple things that I wanted to at least make you guys aware of. You know the tattoo running up my mom's arm that she 
sports and all that. Yeah. The one Master B kind of had something similar looking. Yeah. Oh. Uh, yes. Oh, okay. I get the it ca- now. The counselors have some sort of connection to the king through those tattoos. Oh, I didn't get that at all. I get it now. Yeah. Okay. Did you think that they once did the Rite of Ages too? Because I totally did. I I did that's, too. I asked my mom that same question. That's kind of what I was hoping for, that Master B was going to be like, yeah, no, I did this about six years ago. It's like someone understands, but no. Yeah. That's what I asked mom. Here's all the the secret passages and cheat codes and uh, (laughs) the secret languages of all the patrons. Just here you go. You just had to ask. But here's the thing. She told me something that I'm led to believe that the king or otherwise prying ears because of this connection to the king know what they're talking about. She pulled out a small bracelet and slipped it around her arm with the tattoos on it and basically told me that she could speak freely now. Oh. Mm-hmm. All it really was is that she gave us gave me a clue to a way out if we need to make a quick exit. Um... Zafir mentioned an, she mentioned an associate of yours, Greenstone. I um, have been meaning to seek her out, actually. Seems to be a, a friend. Um, it wouldn't necessarily be like an escape, like out of the, the Kindle Lands, but it would be a way for us to get to a place to make a stand. So I well, just wanted to a, a stand against what? I don't know. That's okay. Whatever we're up against, whatever we end up being, whatever we end up running from, if we need to. It's it's a it's a something to keep in our pocket. I just wanted to let you guys know. Thanks. Okay. If the counselors, if you think they're letting on to something, I would maybe lean into it because it's clear that they can't speak freely about certain things without someone else hearing. Okay. Um, DM was Master B wearing a bracelet. He was not. Okay. So okay. So. Anyone we might be able to trust can't actually talk to us, and we might be actually fighting forces from over the wall, but politically fighting our own king and and or anyone in his court, but we still have to get the forebearer, and the safest place is here, but the safest place is also probably not here. So yeah, that's why I kind of wanted to bring this up, so we now have a bit more lay of the land. Why did we agree to do this? <laughs> right place, wrong time. I'm glad we're doing this, boys, but... Yeah. I don't trust us to get it done right, but I trust us more than most other people. Y'all remember how easy it was in Lurata? Yeah. All we had to do was seep some Mai Tais, and, and then we got on the boat and we were done. We should go back to Lorata after this. Hey, we... it is a great place. Get Loratan in Lorata. Hey. hey. Thank you for joining us here on Another Path. You can find our website and merch store at anotherpathpodcast.com, on Twitter at anotherpathpod, and on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash anotherpathpodcast. Podcast. 
You can support our efforts by donating at patreon.com forward slash another path. A special thanks to our donor, Nathan N., or by giving us a rating and review over on Apple Podcasts or whatever podcatcher will let you. You can find me on Twitter at TQ Loudly, Ryan at Ryan underscore Albrecht, Griffin at Griffcold, and Zach at that guy, Zach Rob. We'll be back in two weeks with a new episode. And until then, remember that there are many reasons not to drink all the beer. 